Hello, Black Hills of America, Trent Luce across the plains on a yet another day, Hump Day 2020. Well, it's a Hump Day, first day of the month of November. And don't look at your calendar now, but 2023 is like 60 days away from being gone. We come together on News Radio KOTA, the cavalcade of information, to prepare you for a more secure food and fuel future. That's really what it's about. So I'm actually preparing to go on a live, I'm going to call it a debate, so to speak. And it's about CO2 pipelines. I am debating an Iowa farmer that uh, thinks that the CO2 pipeline is a great deal and that he's already signed his conservation easement with Summit Carbon Solutions. I just wanted to go through some things that uh, people need to know. Now, first of all, CO2 is not a pollutant. It is plant food. It's in the atmosphere. It's currently 430 parts per million. If it were at 600 parts per million, the planet would be healthier. The more planet health we have, more plants we have, the healthier the planet the more people we can feed, the ball just continues. It's called the cycle of life. That at the core is what is most important. I just got off the phone with a friend of mine who is in the dry ice business. And if you don't know, dry ice is made from CO2. I still find it interesting that uh, dry ice made from CO2 at 90 degrees below zero is somehow responsible for trapping heat and causing global warming. That that in itself falls on its face, if you ask me. But aside from all of that, he is currently seeking six-year contracts and is has people in the, the CO2 business who are... Well, no, wait a minute. Let me back up. Who are capturing CO2 and putting it into the marketplace. And he can buy that for six years at less than a penny a pound. Less than a penny a pound. It costs three cents a pound to scrub it and clean it. So you're talking about four cents. All right. If you do the math on the uh, in Inflation Reduction Act, let me back up just to start at ground zero. In 2008, under George W. Bush, 45Q tax credits come into play. 45Q tax credits are all about paying people for a greener environment. Theoretically, I do not believe that anything what I'm talking about today has to do with a green environment in no way, shape, or form. If you want a green environment, you allow more CO2 into the atmosphere and you produce more green grass, you produce more plants, that's green. What we're talking about here is not green. It's highly subsidized. It's paid by you, the consumer, you, the taxpayer. And as AOC said, green energy has nothing to do with a healthy environment, has everything, everything to do about trans, transforming, transferring society. That is what this is all about, transforming society. So back to, oh, so 45Q tax credits is at... Uh, $50 a metric ton for what is buried. Who buries CO2? That, that, that in itself flies in the face of logic. The U.S. US Geological Service says that we have greatly increased earthquake activity because we are injecting fluids into Earth. Injecting fluids of any kind into Earth increases 
earthquake activity. I was in Oklahoma yesterday. Oklahoma has become the rock and roll state of the nation because through the fracking process, the fracking in itself does not cause a problem. But when they take the salt water and inject it into earth, it causes earthquakes. And we're going to take something that's highly uh, eruptible. CO2 is highly eruptible. We're going to inject it in earth, even though the U.S. Geological Service says that CO2 is uh, injecting any type of liquid into Earth is causing an earthquake. CO2, the Cornell University says, will cause volcanoes. All volcano activity is caused because CO2 comes through the Earth's surface and then it mixes with hydrogen to create this explosion. That's the source of a volcano. We know that to be true because in the United States we're currently building uh, hydrogen plants to take hydrogen, blend it with CO2 to create jet fuel because it has an explosive effect. So if the same stuff that explodes to drive and force drive a, a U.S. jet, how do you figure it's not going to be explosive in the ground? How do you rationalize that this is somehow safe in the ground or at 2300 PSI in a 24-inch pipe going within a mile of your house. The plume study says that if you live within 1.8 miles of the plume, you are at risk. That's 2,000 miles of pipeline in one particular system across the center part of the nation. It's insane. But let's do the economics. So the 45Q tax credit says it's worth $50 a metric ton to bury it. Comes along Donald Trump as president in 2020. Donald Trump signs the Use It Act. And the Use It Act says that you can use 45Q tax credits for the CO2 pipeline. That's what the Use It Act was about in December of 2020. Then you fast forward to the Inflation Reduction Act, and it moves the payment from $50 per metric ton to $85 per metric ton, which was the game changer. That's when life changed across the board. So here's a couple of little caveats that we need to know. So do the math. $85 per metric ton divided by 2,000 pounds in a ton is 4.5 cents a pound. That is what they're getting paid to put this in the ground. They could they get it to 32 degrees. 32 degrees is what they compress they compress the CO2 at 32 degrees to put it in a pipeline to make it flow. It's reported that between 30 and 50% of the energy produced by said plant is required to compress the CO2 and put it in the pipeline. Think about that. Think about one-third of the energy produced by an ethanol plant is required simply to compress it and put it in the ground and send it down the line. And this is what they're calling green? It, it, it makes no sense whatsoever. Steve King has put forth the tabulation that this CO2 project if completed under the Inflation Reduction Act, which I'm telling you right here now, I will not in my lifetime allow this to be completed. 
But if it were completed, as they propose, it would cost the U.S. taxpayers $17 billion. And I say that pales in comparison to what is taking place in terms of the danger of this CO2 project. Here's the deal. At the end of the day, God put CO2 in the atmosphere. When that coal seam was made that's 150 feet deep in earth right now, particularly in Lignite country of North Dakota, I, I can speak to that because I saw it from my own two eyes three weeks ago. It's reported that the CO2 in the atmosphere was at 1,700 parts per million. That's why there was massive plant growth. That's why there is an abundance of carbon in this matter. And that's why it's a reliable supply of energy. Because the carbon translates into energy. I'm more convinced than, than ever after my trip to Oklahoma this week, with Oklahoma being a tremendous energy-producing state, and yet have a crippled petroleum business, have a crippled natural gas business, and bleeding the way in wind. But here's the problem with the wind. 21% of Oklahoma electricity comes from natural gas, which I applaud. 11% comes from coal, which is way too low. And 38% comes from wind. Here's the problem that nobody in Oklahoma is talking about, and I brought it up in front of members of the House and Senate yesterday. 41% of the electricity consumed in the state of Oklahoma does not produced in Oklahoma. Explain that to me. A state that has historically been so rich in energy production and 41% of the electricity is being purchased by another state. Where and how? I haven't figured that out yet. It just says we've purchased 41% of electricity that people use in Oklahoma. We're buying it from China because they're building coal-fired power plants one a month. Well, that's a joke because we can't really buy electricity from China. But to my point, we're crippling our ability to produce our own electricity. And who's going to pay the price? I'm going to tell you right now. Mark it on your calendar. November 1st, Trent Luce said on Across the Plains that it's going to get cold at some point in time in the Southwest Power Pool in 2023. And you are getting power from the Southwest Power Pool. That's where we're at. All right, J.C. Cole. He's standing by from New Jersey. When we come back, I want to remind you now about the National Western New News. Again, today, New News. We're going to have a military day featuring the All-American Beef Battalion at the National Western during the rodeo. I think that is fantastic. The All-American Beef Battalion is going to be cooking for veterans on January the 6th at noon during the commercial bread heifer sale. And the feel of the old-time National Western with the commercial cattlemen is coming back. I can already sense it, and it's still 60 days away. Oh, my goodness, it's only 60 days away. All right, so plan now to be in Denver January 6th through the January 21st, nationalwestern.com. There's a lot of fun stuff going to take place and happen there. Lignite continues to do what needs to be done to provide a reliable supply of electricity. Despite all political games, the folks in the Lignite business just keep forging ahead. Lignite.com and the uh, NO2U.com. Nitric oxide is absolutely vital for your personal health. NO2U. no Number two, letter U.com. If you want to order, put Trent as your coupon code. You'll pay no shipping. Dr. Nathan Bryan has all of the details about healthy living 
at notu.com. We're back with the second leg of the journey across the plains. Trent Loose on News Radio KOTA after this. <laughs>